0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Three Northern Makers podcast. I'm Steve from Steve Bell Creates and I'm joined by the very handsome Andy from Potato Woodworks and the fabulous Pierre who is the Swedish maker. So on with the show. Well here we are again with episode number nine. It's it's all getting really good. I'm liking the numbers going up. So here we are episode number nine with my good friends Andy and Pierre. Welcome in to Liboda.
1: Very nice. Yeah, I'm looking. My daughter asked me this morning, "What what did Steve say?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "We haven't recorded yet." But what did he say the week before that? All right, <laughs> that was yeah, perfect. A few,
0: was that good? Yeah,
1: okay, really good.
0: Okay. I, I worked it out this morning, what to say. I've been racking my brains all day and trying to work out what to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I found a good thing about s- strange Swedish sayings and phrases, but we can keep that for another time if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you guys?
1: I'm good. Uh, I guess. I guess... I shouldn't say I'm tired because, Andy, you might be No, oh, I'm good. Worse Perfect. All
2: good, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You can say it.
0: Andy Rip Van Winkle.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I told you guys yesterday, because we were talking, that uh, we had a burglar on the street uh, the night before that. So I woke up four yeah. this morning uh, and I started thinking about if I should go up and just have a quick look to see if no one's around the house. So I did that and I couldn't fall asleep after that. So I stayed awake like a guard dog out (laughs) watching the house.
2: (laughs) Do you have, do you have lights and like cameras and stuff or, or not really?
1: Oh, we used to have this security uh, system uh, and it was just connected to me and my wife's phone. And, um, I actually sold it because they weren't updating that system anymore. So I sold it, but I kept one camera, and that camera is mounted on the garage or the where the mm. shop is, and it's turned on, so it, it has this red light, but it's not really doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: It's strange since you said about the burglar yesterday when we had a little chat. Yeah. I, I, I also woke – I had a noise. I woke up in the middle of the night because I heard a noise. And I thought, is someone trying to break into the workshop? <laughs> <laughs> See what you've done to me? Yeah. So then I was awake yeah. and I, I looked out the curtains and I have a camera in, so I checked the camera and that was all right. And then it took me about an hour to go back to sleep. So yeah, you're causing me, you know, insomnia, Pierre.
1: <laughs> Sorry for that. So we're
2: all tired then. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, we're all tired.
2: But, but good that no one actually had a, a break in.
0: Yeah, good. Yeah. It's always a worry, though, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is,
1: and it's hard to prevent or impossible to prevent it. Yes,
0: actually. if someone wants to be in, they'll be in. Won't they? Yeah.
2: Have you have you ever had a break in?
1: I we haven't, as far as I know. Mm. But we have so much craps. Maybe they <laughs> they went and it took some stuff, and we didn't notice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, touching the wood. We've not had any burglars now. No, we don't want any. No. How how's Andy? Apart from being tired, how are you, Andy?
2: All good, all good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy, happy to be here with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> good. And maybe yeah. I can just continue with the with the charity update because we we did some work. We had some meetings during during this week. The the three of us, where we looked at uh, what we have and what we, what we did in fusion, uh, and also at some new, uh, potential ideas. And, uh, we, we decided that we're gonna basically fuse two of the designs together that we have, or like one is an idea and, and one is a, one is a design. And, uh, we will do another session, uh, online, a fusion 360 session for the ones who, who want to watch that. And, uh, as last time we we're gonna announce the date on our on our Instagram channel so that everyone who wants to can join and, and see how we how we build the actual final design of the chair since we we yeah it should be done by then uh, and, and finalized yeah so we yeah we we we're we're wrapping off the, the digital phase and then hopefully head soon over to the to the making phase of the of the chair. Yeah, yeah.
0: I can't wait.
1: Oh.
2: It's going to be good,
1: since we've put so much time into it. I really hope we're doing something good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a bit <laughs> nervous for the making making part. To be honest,
0: yeah, I, I've thought about if they send send all this wood and we, we, we get the parts and then you make a mistake. <laughs> When yeah. someone spent a long, a lot of time, you know, shaping a piece of wood and then get it and butcher it with a few minutes
2: So we ship it can to you first. Can we have some first? spare wood, please? <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: What are you worried about, Pierre, regarding the bill? Uh,
1: oh, the same as Steve, just ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sending yeah, you guys a bag of chips. Just saying, this yeah. is this is what's <laughs> left over. <laughs> fix it yeah Andy can you
0: uh, have you got a moment Andy can you fix this
2: I mean every all mistakes can be fixed right <laughs> to some point
0: well, let's hope so yeah
2: no I'm, I'm not I'm not worried I think we we all know what we're doing and we're capable of doing this stuff so I I'm, I'm looking forward to finally get get started and yeah. uh, fix all your mistakes <laughs> 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 no, but I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to actually yeah do that together. But, and I think yeah. even, even when we have to design, I think the the next challenging part that I still see is like how do we split it up and like how do we make it possible that we can work the the three of us on it so that it makes sense that we all have yes the tools and and the the steps because it's oh. not just I think we cannot just do plans. We also need to do like step by step on what we're gonna build so that we can like split that up and actually go through everything and i think thinking about things that we would never think if we would build it on uh like ourselves. what 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 are all the steps involved that we need to think about
0: yeah that's right because you know you need to build
3: it in the right order don't we
0: yeah i still feel sorry for the person at the end who's going to put it who gets it last <laughs>
2: You mean the one it's, buying it, or the one? that's the, no, last, the, one the one last one <laughs> of us.
0: The, the last one of us has a hands on it and tries to put it all together. And go, bloody hell, what's this here? Yeah.
1: The joints aren't aren't matching. No. <laughs> what the hell?
0: I've got I've got four
2: back legs and no front legs. <laughs> <laughs> no. As long as we yeah. have plans, then. Just follow those plans and we're good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and we do have a sponsor for this project, and it's Calexico Wood. And I guess, because anything can happen within a blink of an eye, say, say for instance, we're using uh, the X carb or the shaper, uh, and any mistake can happen with those machines that ruins a couple of pieces of wood, I guess. <laughs> but.
2: Calexico is yeah. behind us, sponsoring. Yeah. With Thank wood. Thank you, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. For fixing all our mistakes.
0: <laughs> we, need, we need more wood. Pierre's X carve has ruined it again.
2: <laughs> Just 50% more of what we need. Hey. Than- <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, no. Excited and nervous at the same time.
1: Yeah. yeah. That sums it up good.
0: Yeah so what have you what have we been up to this week? I think Pierre should go first, don't you? He always passes the book to everybody else
1: Yes <laughs> all right <laughs> uh uh well, I released the first video in uh i think it was four weeks about um the wine box uh, that I made uh I wasn't too passionate about that video, as I said in the last episode, but I'm happy with it, and it's, it's doing okay so far, so that's all good. And what I really was uh, enthuse, enthused with was keep on working with the X-Carve table, so that's what I did. Uh, I made drawers, and I added uh, drawer slides, and I actually just painted the second pass yesterday. Uh so I started with a primer and a roller but then I I used my paint sprayer for the first time. And, and when your I say wife's paint sprayer yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> my wife's paint sprayer with her permission of course. Okay. Uh so I used that for uh, two layers and the first coat I didn't mix uh mix the paint with anything so it was a bit thick I guess. Um it did work but I uh, for the second pass i mixed in uh, just a bit of water and it worked so much better actually but it takes some uh, getting used to the, the the like the sizes of the paint sprayer there are like four different sizes i think um so the last thing i'm, I'm going to do is add a layer of um like polyacrylic uh to it just to Keep it durable, and then I can start working on the on the insides of the the table. And I ordered some EVA foam. I don't know if you guys used that before, but it's supposed to be able to cut it on the laser. So what I'm planning to do is use that foam in the drawers and kind of cut cut the shapes out of like um, all all of the tools and the the bits for the CNC and put that. neatly in a drawer.
3: Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. And, um, well, that's about it for the table, I guess. And what else? I started harvesting my tobacco. I'm really (laughs) excited about that.
0: Well, you're growing your own tobacco.
1: Yeah. I started uh, back in April, I guess, or was it even earlier? um, With the teeny tiny seeds of tobacco in in the soil, and I, I added I did like hundred plants, and I've used like um, eight by six meters in the garden, and they're yeah. they're all taller than me, and I'm I'm almost two meters long, so they're huge.
2: That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. what what besides the snooze that you want to make, or you have other other plans for it?
1: No, just making snooze for with all of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> can you also roll cigars or do you need this, do you need a specific one to do cigars
1: Oh, well, i think you can do cigars because it's there are so many different flavors of tobacco or like uh, flowers but uh, i guess it's just a, a bit of taste to it
0: yeah and is it is it the leaves that you harvest or the or the plant or the flowers or what what do you use
1: yeah, the leaves. And, and leaves. I, I'm started hanging them up to dry now. Yeah, and once, yeah. once they're all dried up, uh, I, I go ahead and mix them, uh, like in a blender. And uh, yeah. I add some salt and water and maybe some uh, fl- flavours. And that's snooze.
0: Okay. And then you let it dry out again
1: uh let it it's supposed to be a bit wet but not too wet so uh okay. i'll keep it in a jar for uh, like a month or so and then i can start trying it out okay yeah so i'm pretty excited about that because
2: snooze is uh really expensive yeah how do you control the strength of it when you do it yourself
1: well um i the the leaves on the top Of the plant are supposed to be really strong and the one in the bottoms are not that strong so it's a you have to mix that uh, somehow but i have no control over that anymore just (laughs) (laughs) i have too many plants and uh yeah i'll just see what happens Uh, i'm probably never doing this again but Mm. just fun trying it out for once
0: it sounds like you're gonna make an awful lot of (coughs) snooze
1: it's supposed to be like a year, years <laughs> worth of <laughs> snooze.
2: Does it does it last that long? Can you keep it for for so long?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, because uh, once I've uh, b- mixed the leaves, uh, I can put that in boxes, air sealed boxes, uh, before mixing it with water and salt. Mm. Okay. So well, I think it's just going for
0: to your be pers- good. This is just for your personal use, or.
1: Yeah, yeah, but there's one caveat because. I <laughs> I usually uh, well I always do snooze in in small I I'm not sure what bags I guess they're mm-hmm. called and that keeps the snooze uh, contained in the bag while still getting the the flavor and the tobacco nicotine and everything but um, originally they didn't have those bags so you just took this soil like stuff and put it underneath the lip. Um, I'm not too fond of that because then it starts like raining down the throat and, um, mm. and you tend to swallow a lot of it. So um, that's going to be a challenge, but we'll see. can, you, buy, can you, buy the you, bag?
2: you said there is a solution for that problem, right?
1: There is a solution. I found a machine <laughs> on AliExpress. <laughs> it was It was around four, thousand oh, pounds <laughs> So I told my wife about it, and she was just, "We're never getting that machine. Uh, then, you but can I s- buy,
2: then you can buy snooze for a whole year.
1: <laughs> yeah, I could, but with the machine, if I just kept growing my own tobacco, I could like uh, make my own snooze for next to nothing every year.
2: But so, it's strange. You can buy a snooze packaging mas- machine on on AliExpress because what other countries are or like? What, what? How can you? Why can you buy that from AliExpress? I'm
1: not sure, really. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I guess everything is on AliExpress. Yeah, that's true. Mm.
0: Can you can you 3D print some sort of machine or a filling thing for these bags?
1: Um. It would, like it, a it giant would, some, yeah, it would require some real engineering. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and are there no like fill your own bags? Like did you just put some loose one into yeah. a bag before yeah. you put it in your mouth.
1: Yeah, there are, there is. But um, I've looked at a couple of videos of guys doing that, and they were like, "Oh, I do this every evening, and then I have my my box of snooze for tomorrow." But it looked, I I don't have. Uh, I can sit doing that every evening so <laughs> no podcast
2: I, recording no no anymore. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's um yeah, that's been my week. I, I it seems like I've been productive um uh, but I, I guess I haven't been but I've I've done something almost every day. So good. Yes. I was
0: going to ask you about your video. You used, um, I forget the name of the putty that you used, you know, in the inlay, you put a two-part putty. Yeah, sort of stuff.
1: the Milliput.
0: Milliput. Yeah. yeah. That looks um, interesting stuff.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I've used it for a couple of times now, and it's. Um, it wasn't that expensive, and it lasts really long. Yeah. So it's just a two-part dough that you mix together and uh, put it in the engraved part, and it gets rock solid uh, after like three hours and it's, you can sand it down or you right. can heat it with a heat heat gun or something. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, yeah, it's an easy way uh, instead of using like epoxy and that stuff.
3: Yeah. What was it doesn't anything? shrink?
1: No, it doesn't shrink. Not in my experience at least.
0: What was, what was it called again? Millipot. Millipot. Okay. Cool. And is it expensive? Mm.
1: No, I I can't remember what I paid for it, but um, because I've I've used it so much and uh, I still have uh, some left, so I I guess it was maybe 20 pounds or something.
0: Okay.
1: And there are, uh, I guess, I think there are different colors, but the one I have turns black, but I think there are different colors you can get for it as well. So what about you guys?
2: If we if we continue on the snooze story then i have then i then i can continue
3: yes go for <laughs> it since,
2: s- since i uh i built a uh a snooze box uh out of walnut i was just like uh i saw it online uh, a guy was doing snooze boxes and i was thinking yeah w- why not let's just try something out as well i had I had just a picture in mind how I want to do it. It didn't look like how how the guy did it. I just took the idea of creating a snooze box um, from him uh, and found some leftover walnut that I just uh, used on the shaper. I haven't haven't designed anything. I just used like the on-tool circles to Mm. actually cut it out and measured an existing snooze box uh, with a nice tight fit so the the lid holds on it. and you can you can screw open it. I mean, has no thread, but you can screw it open, and, and uh, it's it's sealed.
1: But do that you do out. you add some tolerance when doing that, or or does it just fit perfectly?
2: No. How I did it, I first I started with the exact same diameter as the as the lid was, or or the lid the same as the box was, and then I just went down by by zero point one millimeter and always tried how it was how how it fit till I till I was happy with it. Okay. So that's a, that's the cool thing on the shape where you can just easily adjust the line by uh-huh. whatever type of accuracy you want. But I went down like zero point one millimeter till mm. it was it was good. Uh, yeah, that was one of the things I I built this week. uh And then I also did the frame for the bed. I think I mentioned it in the last podcast yeah. where I got the input from the community about uh, the joinery on it or, or what to what to look out for. I built that bed frame and and uh, glued it up and I haven't done the sides yet but I put the the slate and the mattress on top of it because I just wanted to test it and and, <laughs> and yesterday my wife was 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 sitting on the bed and she said it cracked like crazy <laughs> and I was like, oh damn it! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what was wrong? And then, and then she like today again. Since our our youngest daughter is sick, she was on that bed and she stepped on the bed with her knee, and then it was like I heard it from from downstairs. I was like, Shh, what was that? And then I went up, super worried that like one of the joints has broken, especially the one in the middle. But it turn, it turned out that the the slate I think it's called red right? slate uh, slats, yeah, uh, slats. Sorry, as uh, has broken the, <clears> the one that we bought so not 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 my not my frame but the 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 cheap slat has has just broke or like oh, fell okay. out of the, the the holding part on the side yeah so yeah Phew. i was relieved that it wasn't, not as, it wasn't the bed <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah for for that project i still need to figure out on how i want to do the sides because the those i want to cut with the shape or with the clouds yeah. that i mentioned uh haven't haven't made up my mind yet if i use sheets yeah. or if i glue up some panels if yeah. with some wood but uh yeah it's nothing that is like very very urgent to do
0: no i watched a uh i was thinking about you uh what day was it uh it was a bank holiday yesterday so i'm all to pop with the days um i think it was it was it monday yesterday or sunday i watched a video uh get hands dirty have you seen that yeah, YouTuber. Yeah. She's a, a girl from Portugal, and she made yeah. a uh, a cot come bed with That's clouds cool. on. And I was thinking about your clouds when she made that.
2: Cool. Maybe I need to watch that video. I haven't seen. Yeah, it really. was it
0: was a cot that became a be- a bed mm. as the child grew, mm. but she used a uh, Valchromat for uh, clouds, and she painted them
2: <laughs> expensive clouds. <laughs> But But I think it was just
0: pieces. It was what she had in a workshop that she used. So, but yeah, Yeah. it's a good, good video. Yeah.
2: Cool. cool. Yeah. I will, I will, I will have a, have a, have a look at that video because I saw another guy on YouTube. I don't, I know on Instagram did the same or like did a bed with clouds on the side, but it was more of a cod. Uh, and he also used Valkromat that he painted white. So yeah. <laughs> maybe that's a sign that it, that it should be Valkromat, but I, I, need to, I need to see what that would cost. Uh, yeah. It yeah. doesn't need to be so thick.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And your little box looked very good. I liked your box.
1: The, the snooze box. The snooze box. very good. Yeah, yeah. it was beautiful.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I used Pierre's tip, tips with lighting and staging for <laughs> yes. for the for the Instagram photo. <laughs>
0: how how big was it? what was the diameter of the box?
2: Seven centimeters.
0: All right. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. It 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 was. I mean, quite fast. It took me maybe two and a half hours the whole box, uh, and uh, mm. yeah, it turned out super nice. How do you
1: fixate the piece of wood when when doing that with the shaper? Because it needs to run on top of the wood, right?
2: Yeah, I would like to have Steve's super fancy uh, (laughs) (laughs) clamping clamping workbench that that I haven't still had time or the patience to make. (laughs) But I think that's a super cool, super convenient thing because then you can use those. uh, What are they called? MFT clamps, like duck clamps. clamps. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. To just tighten it, but what? What what I use and what also like shaper people use when they're doing videos, you just tape it down with double sided like very strong double sided tape, and that normally works. Mm. It is though very dangerous because I had one yeah. or multiple times twice maybe move that the piece moves and you don't know mm. it because you if especially on a small piece you don't see that it moves and you just continue and continue and at one piece you look down and you see like you have ruined <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> The the challenge on this one was actually the the lid because the lid is is done on two sides, right? So I mm. I first cut out the lid and the inside of the lid, and then I had to turn it around to engrave the the free northern makers logo on yeah. top. And the the lid has only like a, a five millimeter frame around, so it was only taped on five on a five millimeter thick mm. circle. Ooh. So yeah. I was very really worried, but since I only had a depth of 0.6 millimeter, I think it, yeah, it was good. And the, the very tiny bit as well. Mm. So, yeah, that
3: good.
0: Yeah, good.
2: I think Steve's solution is a bit more solid, right? Or do you have pieces moving around on that one as well?
0: Um, When I use the clamp things, yeah. I've not had anything move on beyond that one. Mm. But, uh, Today I was using the shaper and the double sided tape moved. And I had to I stopped because it said our oh, tape movement detected and I stopped. Mm. And it it made a cut that I didn't want it to make it had eaten into the side of things, so I had to come up with a solution. So then I took that piece off and put it on my MFT table that I made myself. Mm. And I used I used the clamps on there and just screwed a piece of wood to the table so it pressed against that. And it never moved. I should have done that in the first place. I did that for the second one, yeah.
2: So, so you'll tell out us out of more ten, about double, that after, right?
0: Yeah. The, double <laughs> tape, the, the sticky tape works well sort of nine times out of ten. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Well, talking about that, I, um, the smart device that I have from Sjöbeis, hmm? the Swedish company, that's really inexpensive. And I guess that would work to clamp down
3: yeah
2: any material yeah yeah but you still need the domino plates then in front, or like the domino tape yeah tape in, in front. yeah of that's right yeah that's right i mean that's the cool thing with the thing that steve built it's like an mft top that fits directly into the shaper uh workstation okay so you have
1: the tape uh, uh, all, always on there, right?
2: Yeah, it's not even oh. a tape. It's like manufactured or like it's... it's a sticker from them that is on with the whole thing. Oh, so yeah. You yeah. save the tape by using that. You never basically need the tape if you're not start to use it on a, on, a, on a large uh, sheet where you, where you yeah. go freehand. Mm-hmm. But how much tape do you go through? I still haven't finished one roll yet because I'm mostly using the workstation. Okay.
0: Yeah. Steve. I'm, I've, I'm, I'm on about my fourth roll.
2: Are you doing a lot of, what, what type of things are you doing where you use the tape?
0: Um, I, I, I stick it down on, the, on the, sh- the workstation, on the shelf. I stick it down with double-sided tape.
2: No, I meant uh, the shaper tape. I don't know how much shaper Oh, no, oh,
0: the shaper, the domino tape. Yeah. I'm still on my first roll. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: I've got five, I think I bought five rolls when I bought my shaper and i'm still on the first roll of tape of the domino tape yeah
2: because it's super expensive tape it
0: is it yeah it is isn't it i've seen people uh, print domino tape out on a4 paper and stick it together
3: mm. oh yeah Clever. yeah
0: there's a pdf knocking around of that that you can just print out and stick them together yeah so but the works if you use the workstation you don't use much tape at all do you the domino tape.
2: No, no. As I said, uh-huh. only when I do something on a, on a board, like like a uh, like a logo or something, or yes, or, or similar. But and I guess yeah. for the bed, I need to, I need to use tape as well. Since yeah, I'm gonna cut yeah. it out of some huge sheets. Mm. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, and that is a crazy thing as well this week. Like a super, super weird thing that I haven't done for <sighs> six months, I think, or even more. Okay. I, uh, I, I sharpened my, uh, my hand tools oh, uh, oh. two days ago <laughs> basically due to all the pressure that we got in our, in our uh, Discord community about people making fun of me about not sharpening. So I, I took out my, my, my scary sharp system and uh, started uh, sharpening my two chisels and my one, one plane that I have. So I don't have many Many chisels and planes, but uh, it was fun actually doing it, uh, and it it worked quite good.
0: Yeah. So you got a whetstone?
2: No, it's a uh, it's called scary sharp, and it's basically uh, like sandpaper, you could say that you that you glue that is like has has a sticky back that you glue on float glass or on some like plexi plexiglass.
4: Uh, yeah.
2: Pieces uh, that are that are super flat, and then and then you just spray water on, and you uh, and you sharpen on it. It's, I think, the simplest system you can get, and and super fast, and you no, know, and and very cheap as well. I think the whole, uh, if you get all the the A4 uh, sheets for for all the grids that you need, I think you only pay like fifty pounds or something like that. Right, okay'm I'm, I'm not sure about the price because I wanted yeah. it a little long time ago, but I think yeah. it's it's extremely cheap compared to the other ones right, uh, okay. but of course at one point you're going through the sheets and you need to mm. uh, replace them
3: yeah All but
2: right, it's right. it's very fast' I did like I, I want to upload a reel today actually where i where I went through the process of, of sharpening, but like 15 strokes on each of the grits, and and then I'm done, so it takes maybe three minutes for for a chisel. <laughs> Yeah, and it took me a bit longer because I like one of the chisels was really beaten up that I had like long time ago where I did some like like rough stuff outside when I was working and fell down and had like like nicks and like uh, yeah cracks and everywhere, and I was surprised even that one I was able to to fix and I got all the broken parts out of the of the tip and now it's a a smooth sharp chisel again. Yeah, very good. Do you get it as sharp so that you can like?
1: tear out the hair from your arm
2: yeah i was uh yeah the listeners can see but i have like maybe you can see it. i have <laughs> well, there i it. tried it out so that like this there's, <laughs> there's no hair anymore there so yeah you you get it as sharp that you can like shave yourself
3: okay cool <laughs> yeah still. so
2: i mean it's it's definitely a system if you want to do some low budget version where you don't need to buy like diamond stones then then that's definitely Yeah. Good, but as I said, I don't know how long the paper lasts when you when you sharpen often, and not like Mm -hmm. me. Yeah, not
0: once in a blue moon.
2: (laughs) No, uh, that's definitely not.
1: What do you use to sharpen, Steve? Uh,
0: Nothing, because I don't sharpen anything (laughs) here. Oh,
1: (laughs) that's interesting.
0: (laughs) I have uh, a set of chisels. You just buy uh, new ones every two months. Yeah, they, they weren't very they weren't very expensive to start with, uh, and they could definitely do with a sharpen. And I, 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 somebody, my friend, his father's ninety five, and he just got into a nursing home, and he went down. He lives in a different part of the country, and he went down to see his father and helped him into the nursing home. And his father gave him some tools, and one was a a, a, a twin wheeled grinder electric grinder and the other one was a a plane Um, and I don't I don't have a plane but it needs like a good restoration this plane so I've put them to one side but so I I don't possess a plane you know being a not a very good Mm -hmm. woodworker Uh, I've got an electric one (laughs) but
2: But that goes back to the question that we had in the first, in the first episode. Like, yeah. is woodworking using hand tools or is woodworking using the tool yeah. that is most efficient for what you want to do?
0: Yeah. I do use loads yeah. of uh, hand, hand saws and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I must
3: buy a plane.
0: I want, make, I want to make wood shavings like Pierre did to put in the wine box. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I I have that plane uh, from my father, and I I've never really used it. Not at least not for planing stuff. But yeah. um, I sharpened that like a year ago, I think. Uh, I didn't know if it was going to work, but I got some nice shaving. So I'm yeah, pretty pleased with that. Very
2: sharp. Yeah. yeah look. Yeah. How how do you sharpen? Yeah. Um, I have a.
1: I started with whetstones, but. Then I realized that the whetstone get, gets like a curve in the middle because yeah. that's where I was grinding it down. So I got a cheap uh, diamond stone from Amazon just to flatten out the, the whetstone. And now I, I tend to use the the, diamonds, the diamond because it's lower grit. And then when I'm done with that, I go over to the whetstone. And I, the whetstone is like a 2,000. Oh no, one thousand on one side and four thousand on the other side. So I'm I'm not a professional uh at sharpening tools,
2: I wouldn't say. Cool. But the whetstones are quite painful, right? You need to like soak them for quite a while in water before you can start.
1: Yeah, or, yeah. I just put them in, in the sink and fill it with water water for a while.
2: Cool. Yeah, I mean that was my week. I think I did some. I planed down some uh, white oak yesterday, which was <laughs> physically very tough. That was quite a workout uh, to to run that over the jointer and the, the the planer actually for the for the wardrobe that I finally get started. That's gonna be a fun project. I realized I need some more uh, some more uh, oak be- before I can finish it. But that was definitely fun. Mm-hmm. No, and then a last thing that happened today, actually. I don't know, Pierre, have you told your wife to remove everything from your, from your bedroom because you need to store 180 kilos of uh, figure-eight fasteners?
1: Uh, no, I haven't told her anything, really. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but uh, we, we were discussing in, the, in our Discord community about figure-eight fasteners, which are impossible to get in Sweden for whatever reason even even the amazon links from germany don't ship to 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 sweden uh seems like it's a it's an illegal good here in sweden <laughs> and uh pierre and me decided to to put an end to that uh situation here in sweden and uh hooked up some uh chinese manufacturer that sends over some some figure eight fastness for us exciting to see how that works actually if we ever get them <laughs> yeah uh, was my first purchase on alibaba uh, <laughs> <laughs> just the name of the
1: website makes you don't don't want to pay
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> but at least they have some uh, some uh, customer <clears throat> protection so if you're not happy uh, or if the, the the manufacturer is not fulfilling your the what you have agreed on and like alibaba is protecting you so you 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 should get your money back i don't know how easy that is but uh, they have some kind of protection yeah
1: it's a 48 month guarantee i guess
2: yeah let's let's <laughs> let's see let's just hope we get what we what we ordered and then we can uh start flooding the country with figure eight fasteners
0: yeah yeah figure eight magnets now you are you lads uh, people you'd be giving them out like drugs on the streets there you go <laughs> Can you just uh. score me some figure-eight fasteners, please?
1: <laughs> but they are, uh, because they had them in, in the UK as well, but they are super expensive, aren't they?
0: Yeah, well, when I saw you a conversation, I looked online, and it said, uh, I think on eBay, you could have uh, 20 for something like uh, eight pounds. But then it said the postage was thirty-six pounds.
2: Oh okay. Never, never, never
0: <laughs> <saved>. <laughs> yeah, so you couldn't really buy them unless you paid a lot of money for them.
2: We can we can, stupid,
0: we can, we can fix
2: we can fix twenty for thirty pounds with free shipping for you.
0: <laughs> I'll make my own. <laughs> 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 ah. There's a blacksmith yeah. in the village. You'll make them really cheap for me.
2: Yeah, sure. With maybe also your your own logo on the fasteners <laughs> yes, <right>. as well,
0: <laughs> bespoke. Yes.
2: Because I saw on that on that Chinese company, if you, I think you need to order more than one hundred thousand, and then you can have it with your own logo on it as well. So maybe that's for the next batch.
1: I'm not <laughs> sure why you would ever want your logo on the yeah. on the fasteners. Imagine yeah, they, they have to make a hundred thousand figure eight fasteners with the logo.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I mean screws have a logo on as well, right? Or the, yeah. the name the brand as well. So I guess if if you're a company who's selling hardware, maybe you wanna have your logo. on. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> the screws really have the logo on.
2: I think some so, screws right? have like,
1: like a,
0: a lettering on it.
2: Yeah. I think they're like bolts. Yeah, like bolts you're talking about, right? Yeah, a
0: bit like bolts, yeah.
2: No, I meant like wood screws, like solid Like, like Phillips screws. Yeah, yeah, or or or, or
1: yeah. I, I'm,
2: huh? I'm not, I, how, I'm have not sure now.
1: How, <laughs> how have, have I never like, seen that? <laughs> He's looking for <laughs> a screw
0: now. At least yeah. some
2: kind of some kind of numbers and stuff are on it, if I remember correct. I don't know if the logo is on or No, usually have oh, letters right. or
0: numbers. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah, see, some people wanna have something printed on it or like
1: yeah uh, you learn something new every day <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah so that was that was my week I Finished today with the figure eight fasteners good what about you steve
0: um,
3: tell us about
2: the project maybe that moved around with the tape
0: okay yeah i'll get to that one yeah um so yeah so what have i been up to uh well i finished the serving board for the wedding and I I'd, I'd made all that, and uh, I usually print out some – I've got some tags printed out, you know, with my name on and how to care for the board, that sort of thing. And I put them on, and I thought, it just needs a little bit something extra on these tags. So uh, um, when I made the inlay for the uh, memory box, I resawed down some ash, so it was quite thin. Uh, and so I thought I could make well, – there was a few little pieces left. So I I used the, uh, I drew a little heart in Affinity Designer and I cut uh, some hearts out of this thin ash. It was only about two millimetres thick, the ash. So I cut these hearts out and then um, got my branding iron out and I branded them all with my little logo on them and just put a little bit of oil on them and drilled the holes for like tags on the, on the board, like a heart for a wedding sort of thing. I thought they are quite good. So I made a batch of them. Which was quite it didn't take very long about an hour or so and now we're all done and then um i'd cut the timber for the uh, i'd cut the top and bottom for the uh drinks cabinet with the tambour door. and i'd worked i'd been practicing with some m d f and i'd made a little piece of tambour to get the grooves right and I'd planned to cut the grooves into the 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 french oak for the for the drinks cabinet. And then I got an email to said that the Shaper Sessions were having a, uh, a session on making a tambour cabinet on the Thursday. <laughs> ah, I thought they've been watching my, they've been listening to this podcast, haven't they, Shaper?
2: Yeah, and they must be.
0: Yeah, it must be. Um, so I thought, well, I'll wait and watch that rather than they might come up with some, you know, pearl of wisdom that I've missed uh but because it's on in america it's on when i say it's on on thursday it's on in the uk about one o'clock in the morning so i watched it on sat you can watch it on saturday on youtube so i watched it on saturday and um they made a little tambour cabinet but i have to say they didn't tell me anything i didn't already know so i wasted a couple of days there really so um whilst i was waiting for the Shaper sessions thing. I thought, what shall I do? And there was a bit of MDF in the workshop. So I thought, I'll make myself a sign. So I made a Steve Bell Create sign out of this MDF and uh, painted that. I don't know why I chose orange as my color. I don't know. I was trying to think about that today. But um, my like Steve it. Bell Create logo is an orange. i and, like orange. uh I bought this, yeah, I bought this big can of spray paint orange when I made the. Um, Router table because that was orange, so I had some of that left. So I used that to spray the little letters and stuff, and spray the background white, and it's all done. Yeah, so I was quite pleased with that. It looks
1: good.
2: Yeah, it looks super good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, want, I wanted to ask you, how did you how did you because you said you sprayed the orange part right, but yeah. not everything on the logo is orange. So did you fill the rest then with a with a brush white? It was right. The the no. Parts. So
0: at the the background is one circle, a solid circle. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I cut a little pocket for the letters to go in. And so I sprayed that, all of that white. And the letters were cut out individually so I could spray them orange. And I cut out a rim with a rebate on the back to fit over the white thing so they all fit together. Yeah. So I didn't have to mess about trying to, you know, paint one thing around another one. Mm. So I did that. So I was quite pleased with that. And then uh, today I set to work on cutting the tambour cutting the top and bottom for the cabinet. And so I used my own uh, dimensions for the grooves that I'd made. And so they're too big to go on the workstation, so I I put some domino tape on a big, big board. And the first one I put down with about four pieces of um, double-sided tape. And I cut the, the inner groove great. And I was cutting the, outer group, cutting the outer border of the thing. I was only going to cut down six millimetres and then do it on the bandsaw with a flush trim. And um, I'd done, uh, as I was coming near the end, the bloody thing said, uh, tape, moving, tape movement detected. And it had, it had come down the side and it had gone in a bit, about two or three millimetres, because the, the thing had moved on the tape. So I was well miffed with that. So the second one, I used the old uh, MFT table that I've got. And I put some um, dogs in to push the thing against. And I used the duck clamps that I've got, because they, they go below the height of the, of the oak. And I cut it out on there, no bother at all. And then I had to um, reduce the size of the... F- I made the second one two millimeters uh, shorter on all, all, all around. So I could use the first one and I made, and then I screwed them both together and the first trim bit made them both the same size. So in the end, it worked out all right, but it just took a bit longer, really. Cool,
2: but see, so. mistakes, you can always, you can always. Oh, you stop.
0: can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I thought, but anyway, so yes, so I've done that. So tomorrow I shall um, cut the uh, pieces for the inside. For the shelf and the sides the internal parts and glue them up and then start cutting some strips of timber cool and then mm-hmm. uh, yeah so that'll that's my week really ahead who's making all those pieces yeah
2: and you so will I'll use do the that. domino for the for the yeah, inside walls, the, right?
0: yeah use the domino yeah for the inside um, partitions yeah so i'm looking forward to that And also, I use it on the. I make a little base for it to sit on. I'll use the domino for the for the joints in there. So I'll do that. Uh, What else have I been up to? Uh, I watched Pierre's video, and I watched your snooze box. I have to say, your color grading was very good, Pierre, on your video. I like your color grading. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Do you use certain filters, or do you just make it as you go along? Oh, Do you: oh, this, lots or...
1: <clears throat> this time I actually turned off all the lights in the workshop uh, yeah. when recording, and I only had a, a, like a key light. yeah, uh, a cheap key light, really. Uh, so I kind of lo- like that, and I dug into the camera settings a bit more to try to find uh, I've always gone with like the ISO. I've gone with the, the minimum. Amount, but uh, then I saw a video of some guy saying you should keep it at 800. So I did that. And right, yes I, I got some better luck with yeah, the no. camera as well.
0: Yeah, no, it looked uh, nice quality of color to it. Yeah, cool. Very good.
1: Thanks. Yeah,
0: and we got a nice message off uh, Drew Hanfland. Yeah, the young man that we mentioned uh, my obsession the other week. He sent a nice message. Ah, thanks very much for that. He's a nice, nice boy. Good lad. That was nice. Yeah. And uh, I had a nice time at the wedding mm-hmm. that we went
3: to and on the evening. That was very nice. They good.
2: liked your gift?
0: Uh, they they opened they didn't open the gift until uh the day after. And uh they sent my wife a text message to say, Oh thank you very much for the lovely gift. The lovely personalized gift. And um so Sally texted them back saying, I'm glad you like it. It kept Steve busy. And then about four hours later, he sent a message back saying, I'm so dumb. Steve made it. Steve actually made this board. So so he (laughs) said, yes, of course he made it. That's why it says Steve Bell Creates on it. (laughs) (laughs) He said he feels so stupid now that he didn't realize that that I'd actually made it. (laughs) Uh.
2: But it's good that your name is actually Steve Bell Creates yeah <laughs> it's everyone knows
0: yeah so so that was nice anyway and uh, as i said it was a bank holiday yesterday but it was so wet it was horrible really but uh but that's about all i've been up to
2: cool maybe we should just jump right into the, our our new segment where we answer some of yeah. the questions from from the community uh uh-huh. and i think we we still have one of the questions from uh from Stefan, Uh, he, he asked us um, about like the woods, the way, like the woods we're using, uh, the lumber. Um, So the first question is like, are you mostly using local woods or also exotic ones? And then the next one will be, do you mill it yourself or, you know, someone who can do uh, like larger pieces for you? Uh, And then do you all buy from companies kiln dried or, or naturally dried? So, first question is: exotic or local woods? How do you guys do it?
0: Mine, then local wood. It would be oak, but you don't see much English oak. I don't think anymore. I think it's it's European hardwoods, like the ash. The ash you buy is European ash. Um, So I tend to go for sort of European wood, Um, mainly because that's all the nearest uh good timber merchant is duffield timber which is uh, about 35 minutes drive from here and you go there and they've got a nice uh big warehouse with um, all the timber that you can lot lots of different varieties of timber and you can go and look at it yourself and choose to select the actual pieces you want uh and they do have lots of um beech, ash, uh elm, birch, that sort of thing. And then they do have yeah, Black American Walnut, um, Douglas Fair, all that sort of stuff. So you can get various different timbers there. And they do sell things like Padouk and other stuff that you can get. It's uh, European woods. Um, they do have a, a large selection of oak, but I'm not too sure where that comes from. Uh, lots of people buy oak beams and uh, like in the trade to build like porches or uh, timber frame buildings. So they sell all that sort of stuff, but uh, tend just to go around the self-service part. You can order vast amounts of timber if you want. Yeah. Um, but it's kiln dried wood they sell. And I have to say that they're very good. They're, they're, they're reasonable price, and they always have uh, you know good stocks in there. And they do sell, they have like a, a hobby section where you can go and buy uh, smaller pieces of really exotic wood like your sobrano or whatever but you buy that by the kilogram and i'm not too sure how much mm. that would be yeah uh, because it's quite dense some of that wood isn't it
2: yeah interesting buying it by weight
0: yeah 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 by weight yeah they're only um maybe pieces about uh 30 centimeters 60 centimeters long yeah, you know, by a couple of inches thick or whatever that me be mixing me metric and me imperial measurements again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's really interesting because in Sweden, there is, uh, there's about one wholesaler that I know of that is called Fredriksson's Wood. And uh, Calexico is one of the resellers of theirs. And I don't know of anyone else selling to like a private, persons yeah. or whatever it's called um and there's no actual store for us to go to uh, except for Calexico I I've never been to there like I guess they have some like of uh, a some kind of store but I've never seen a store where you can go and buy like walnut or or birch or ash or anything like that so uh, is that the same experience you have, Andy?
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, it was a bit, or, or I felt I'm <laughs> just doing something wrong when I was, uh, or since I was new here in 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 Sweden, when I was looking for wood and I, I just couldn't find anything. I mean, of course I can buy construction, uh, like framing uh, pine. Mm-hmm. That is that is not a problem at all. That is like in every second store, like I can just buy it at five minutes from home. But there is there is nothing a bit more, uh into into hardwood the only thing that you can buy everywhere in every like home store as well is uh mahogany because so many people have boats and they use it for for uh, on their boats so that that you can find without a problem but then at one point i was uh i was asking some people like where where do you guys buy and then calexico came into came into play uh because as you said uh Pierre those are the ones who actually have whatever, you, whatever type of wood you need. They have very exotic wood, but, but also like the, the more European hardwood. I think it's, it's a bit sad here in Sweden that we have tons of forest, but I think all the wood that we buy is coming from like the Baltics. Uh, especially like even birch. And I mean, we have m- massive amount of birch forests here in Sweden, but all the birch that you can buy here is coming from the Baltics just because of the price. What I've heard, I'm not sure how, how yeah, yeah if, if that's fully true.
1: Yeah. Well, we have this tradition of crafts in Sweden, but it seems like it's, it's been fading for so long uh and we're slowly getting back to it but it's been like this uh for a long time my my wife has been into uh, like sewing as i've said but if you go to a store to buy fabric they only have fra- fabric for curtains and well they don't have the the clothing fabrics and it's been the same with wood and uh leather is also really hard to come by um so um I guess the tradition's been fading and now we're getting in back to it and we're slowly seeing some, some stores actually selling hardwood and fabrics for
2: clothing and stuff like that. Mm. Maybe there is a huge potential for us to actually get, get involved here in like bringing these kind of things back because, I mean, it's, it's very sad that, that this is not around uh, to... To, or like easy accessible as you see we need to order figure eight fasteners from china yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. because i mean it's a simple metal piece that is so useful but it's just not available yeah. here yeah uh yeah
0: when i was when i was when i was younger used to see haberdasher shops and they would have materials and sewing things and leather and a million and one little little craft items but you don't see them now. There's, there's some inside a couple of shops, bigger shops, but obviously the departments aren't as big as they used to be. But I think you're right. To think people are coming back to crafts now and making mm. things. Yeah. Knitting seen a big upsurge in uh, lockdown in uh, the yeah. UK. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess that has yeah sparked a lot of uh, new hobbies uh, and yeah. the whole the yeah. whole uh, pandemic. Yeah. Back to the question, because uh, I think uh, Stefan has also uh, asked, like, local wood or exotic wood. For me, I de- depends a bit on what exotic wood is. I'm I'm not a big fan of like tropical wood because I think that is not that is not sustainable. Or what you hear, what what's going on 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 yeah, how they get the wood and and, and what are they doing to get it. Mm. Uh, that that's not something I can. uh yeah stand behind besides sometimes it's nice to use a bit of mahogany but trying to keep that to a to a very low uh like like minimum but what i'm what i really like which feels a bit exotic as well to get uh american walnut and american white oak because calexico has huge uh variety or different different thicknesses and sizes of it which i i really like on on how they look so that's that's already something that makes me feel guilty to buy American hardwood, like being here in Europe. But yeah, from time to time, I, I build stuff with, uh, with with American wood as well. Mm. Yeah, you
0: tend to have your favorite woods and use them most of the time, yeah. don't we? Yeah.
2: Yeah, but but then on the other hand, I always like yeah, I really like maple, walnut, uh, and oak. But yes. then I I did something with with ash, and I was like, yeah, ash is super cool as well. I think we need to try something new to, yeah. to see what else there
0: is. Yeah. Yeah, I bought some beech a while back, and that's lovely wood.
3: And it was very cheap. Yeah. So I might get mm. some more beach. Mm. Yeah, plain,ed so, up beautiful.
2: Yeah, I think that's, it's, that's so nice with wood, that there are so many different species. And like yeah. looks and, and, and colors. Yeah. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: Steve, what's your obsession this week? Um,
0: I was thinking about this before the podcast started. Um, one thing I really enjoyed this week was I watched a documentary on Netflix. Do you both know the American artist Bob Ross? Yeah. He's a yeah. pa- he's a painter, and he tends yeah. to use like big two-inch paint brushes and things. He with the big afro hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he does the TV show, The Joy of Painting, which he did in the eighties. And I've wa- I used to watch them with my youngest son Richard, who then became really good at art, and he loves Bob Ross. And there's a documentary on Netflix, and it's called uh, Bob Ross: Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. And it's the story of how he was screwed over by his uh, managers and the people that looked after him Mm. and uh, how they wanted all the money and uh, Bob and his son ended up with very little. It's a really good show Mm. Um, because he he died a long time ago, Bob. He had uh, cancer and he died when he was 50, I think. Mm. But it shows how he started out in the army and everything and how he learned this technique of painting wet on wet. And how he met these people who said, you know, we can, he was doing classes in village halls and things, not earning an awful lot of money. And then these people said, oh, we could, we could make money doing this, that, and the other. And then they made all the money and Bob got a a sort of an allowance sort of thing, but they're still rolling in his millions. Yeah. And his son, they don't even like him using his own name, Ross, because he does paintings himself. But yeah, interesting
3: documentary. Cool. What was it called? It's called
0: uh, Bob Ross, happy accidents, happy accidents, Betrayal and Greed. All right. Yeah. Because when he's painting, Bob always says, oh, we don't make mistakes, we just have happy accidents, doesn't
2: he? <laughs> Maybe that's a good, <laughs> a good, good slogan for yeah. us. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like an accident and emergency in my workshop today the amount of accidents, happy accidents that were made. <laughs>
2: What about you, Andy? Uh, I think since we have the community, I like a lot of a lot of the guys there. They're very into hand tools, uh, or especially Craig. Uh, so I uh, I was looking a bit more into into hand tools on on YouTube. So I watched some hand tool videos, uh, especially like planes uh, and chisels. Uh, I don't really have a specific. Channel that I that I watched, but but John McGrath came up quite often because I was looking yeah. uh, since I took out my my various honing guide, I was looking on how to use it again since I haven't used it for six months, and he was doing a good video on how to use it, but also he went through all his hand tools. He has like a super nice wall of hand tools behind him, uh, and then he goes through each and every tool and says like if you need that when you get started or not. So basically, he empties his whole cabinet yeah. and saying like yeah these like six tools you should buy and the rest you don't really need so that that was really interesting to see on like what what he has and he also said like on the pieces that he or on 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 the tools that he actually wasted money that he would never buy but then he had also the ones that he has and uses from time to time but not are are not really essential so that that was really nice to see from from him and his perspective on on what he's actually using or would recommend to start out Mm. Yeah, good. So, yeah, all about hand tools. What about you, Pierre?
1: Well, I, um, I have like a 15 minute commute to work every day. So, I tend to listen to podcasts when going to work and uh, going home from work. And this week, I, I found myself not having anything to listen on or to listen to. Uh, so, I, I'm really fond of Ricky Gervais, the British comedian. Oh, yeah. So uh, I just yes. searched for his name uh, in the podcast player and f- I found this podcast called Rick Gervais is Deadly Serious. And I started listening to that and I, I've been laughing out loud every morning going to work in the car. <laughs> and I, I usually don't laugh that much, especially not when I'm on my own. So he's 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 talking about everything and anything, and he's got a couple of guests like it's it's some of his pals, comedians, British comedians, and uh, once this uh, once one episode was with uh, Jerry Seinfeld. So it's a big mix of people, but I've been laughing so much listening to it because his laugh (laughs) is really toxic as well. Yes. So yeah. and he told this funny story and I, I thought I'd tell you that one. Uh uh it's this woman uh, in the family. She's going away for the week uh for work and she's calling back uh to the family every day to see if everything is okay. And uh, one day she's calling her husband and she's like, uh, is everything okay? And he's like, Yeah, everything's oh no. Uh the cat died. And she's like you can't break it to me like that. You you have to you have to do it in steps like over 3 days. You have to tell me like the cat is on the roof uh and we can't get it down. And the second day you say we still haven't got the cat down from the roof. And the third day you can say well the cat fell down. It's th- it's dead now. And he he's <laughs> the husband is like, "Oh yeah, okay." And she calls the other, next day and she's like, oh, is everything okay? And he's like, yeah. Well, your mom is on the roof. <laughs> 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 so th- that was a, like a teaser for that podcast, but it's really funny. It's been getting okay. quite some yeah. laughs. Have you seen Ricky Gervais? Yeah, I like
0: yeah. Ricky. Yeah, yeah. He's obviously very big in England, but UK, the yeah. UK. He has a good TV show on uh, Netflix about. Uh, he, he he's a reporter and he his his wife has died, and he he doesn't want to live anymore. Yeah, the
1: afterlife, right? And
0: uh, the yeah. afterlife, yeah. Yeah, you seen that? I've
1: seen it. I like it a lot.
0: Yeah, that's a good yeah. good show. Yeah, yeah, makes you laugh and cry at the same time, which is always a good sign of a good yeah, comedian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, that was good. Well, I guess that's it for this one
2: then. Yes, and next one will be episode number 10.
1: And a little teaser for the 10th episode is that we're going to have a guest on.
2: Exactly. Ooh. If everything goes well, I guess we 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 had a lot of technical issues this time. So let's see how if we get a guest guest on the podcast on the on the next episode. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, till then, enjoy enjoy this podcast, and we we see you or you you guys hear us in a in a week. Thanks for listening. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Bye. Well, that's all for this week. Hope you enjoyed it because we had a fun time making it. Please leave us a review, like us, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can email us at 3northernmakers at gmail.com. You can send in your questions and comments. We'd love to hear from you. So once again, a big thank you. Cheers.